Hello, Peoria, and welcome back to the What's Up Peoria podcast. I am so excited to be here in studio this morning with a very special guest. You're probably wondering why this voice doesn't sound like your regular speaker here, Nathaniel Washburn. He's out today. So I'm your host, Mary Lou Stevens, and I am joined this morning by Katie Rowe with Upper West Side. And we are thrilled to have her because she has been such an advocate for everything West Valley and Peoria. And we're going to have some great questions for her a little bit later. But first, as we always do, we start out with some fantastic events that you want to participate in. Trust me, these are awesome. So we all know it's a long weekend coming up with the MLK holiday on Monday. For some of you who aren't working, you're probably looking for some fun things to do. So we have a double header, actually a triple header, on Saturday, January 14th. So we start out the morning at 10 a.m. with our MLK Day of Service. That's at the Peoria Community Center at 8335 West Jefferson Street. What is an MLK Day of Service, you ask? Well, it is a wonderful opportunity for community to come together to honor Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and his wonderful message. It is a great day of multicultural entertainment activities. There's food, there's um, coffee, there is going to be some incredible opportunities for you to um, volunteer and to be a part of this community. So I encourage you to bring out your friends, your family, and have a great day. 10 to 1 at the Peoria Community Center. That's on Saturday. Also on Saturday, we have in the evening, starting at four o'clock, concerts in the courtyard at our main library. This is another wonderful opportunity we're bringing back for local entertainers. It's small and intimate. It's in our beautiful courtyard. Uh, it's free. So come on down, enjoy the music in the courtyard, and then go straight from there to Peoria's Second Saturday. Second Saturday is all about community, and this one is going to feature an outdoor roller rink. You heard that right, folks. An outdoor roller rink. I know I'm excited. My 80s person inside of me wants to get my roller skates out and come out and have a great time on the roller rink. We'll have s'mores kits giveaways as while supplies last. Of course, live musical entertainment, local Peoria vendors, food, beverages, and unique goods for you to purchase. So you don't want to miss it. The good news is Saturday, the weather's going to be fine because Sunday is when the, uh, the wetness rolls in with the rain. So come on out and join us for second Saturday. As you know, February is Black History Month. It's a very important time of year for us to really celebrate and come together. We have a really important event on Saturday, February 11th. It's put on by the Vibrant Community and Northwest Black History Committee. It's the Multicultural Music Fest and Black History Celebration. It will be here on our um, our City Hall campus in Centennial Plaza. It's from 11 to 6 p.m. that day. And this is a grant-supported event by the city of Peoria. So it is done by another entity, but they applied for a grant. And the reason I'm bringing up the grant support is that grants will be open again very soon. So if you have an event, you're an artist, you're someone who lo is looking for that support, that's a great opportunity for you to get funding from the city. Uh, that's on Saturday, February 11th. Yes, it's the day before. You know what? The Super Bowl. And that's happening in our sister city in Glendale. So that's Sunday, February 12th. The Multicultural Fest is on the, the 11th. And we also have Superfest Arizona Football and Cheer is also happening on Saturday, February 11th. So check those out. Here's one I'm really excited about. It's something new we're trying. It's called Light at Play, an interactive art experience. 
It will be in Osuna Park from February 10th to February 21st. I don't know if I want to tell you more. I want you to just show up. But it's actually going to be a number of really cool um, art installations that can be enjoyed day or night. And you can bring the whole family. Lots of great photo opportunities. Lots of fun. So check that out February 10th to the 21st. Light at Play. So that's the rundown for now. We'll have more things to share with you soon. Um, The good news is that February and other parts of the country, it's freezing cold. But here in the beautiful Peoria sunshine, we're um, embracing spring weather and lots of great outdoor activities and fun events for you to enjoy. So please come out and enjoy what we love about Peoria. So next we have our wonderful guest, Katie Rowe. Katie, say hello to everyone. Hello. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. Good. Well, it's good to have Katie here. I've known Katie now for, I don't know, five or six years at least. And she has inspired me in so many ways because she, man, she is an advocate and passionate and smart and talented. She is a guest speaker at more places than I can count (laughs) on my two hands. True, right? So we're very fortunate to have her on the podcast today. So Katie, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and about Upper West Side how it got started, why it got started, and and where you are today with it. Yeah, well, thank you for having me um, to start. And I love all those events you have coming up, by the way. Roller Rink and S'mores. Roller Rink and S'mores. Right up my alley. Yes, and then the Light at Play I heard about. It sounds like it's going to be super cool. And then also, I think you said... Um, is it Park Fest? Oh, Park Fests are coming up too. Good point. Okay. I didn't mention those. We have six of them. Okay. Uh, so yeah, we have one coming up at the end of January and I think one or two in February. So I will bring those up at the, ne- Nathaniel will bring those up at the next <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Well, those all sound super fun. And February is my favorite month of the year because, uh, my birthday and Valentine's Day, everything pink I love. So um, like you said, I'm Katie Rowe. I am the founder of Upper West Side PHX. Um, I started that back in 2017 um, out of a desire to have more, at the time, what I would say, upscale shops and restaurants um, in the very Northwest Valley. Um, So... The whole thing kind of happened by accident, <laughs> and I <laughs> joked that it all started because I just wanted a postino that I could walk to. I didn't think you were joking about that. I was going to say, <laughs> but it's like not totally a joke. That's really kind of how it started. I feel you. I get it. Yeah, yeah. So um, I in 2017, an article came out about um, 83 Marketplace opening and how it was supposed to be high-end like DC Ranch. Excuse me. And I posted on Nextdoor saying, you know, I hope this really happens and that we get some, you know, upscale restaurants and shops and all of that. I got 500 comments. Wow. (laughs) Right. So (laughs) I was like, oh, okay, this is great. I'm not the only one who feels like this. So I'm going to start a Facebook page because maybe we can convince these restaurants that we like to come open here, but they can't see this on next door. So I'll start a page and tell these 500 people, you know, to come follow the page and then we'll, we'll post and tag the restaurants and tell them we want them. So that's all I thought this was going to be just a hobby. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I did that. And uh, in five years, it's grown from me to 30, 2,000 people following us. So Okay, say that again. 
yeah, one <laughs> from one to thirty-two thousand. Uh, That's impressive. Know. Yeah. So it's it's been a crazy ride. I have learned a lot. Um, never, you know, intended to do this. Um, a little bit of background on me and how this kind of plays into the whole thing. I'm from Cleveland, Ohio, originally. Yay, Cleveland! Yes, we love. Okay, Cleveland. my daughter lives in Cleveland. Full disclosure. So yes, so I give Mary Lou restaurant recommendations. She does, she and they're all great. Um, but Cleveland is kind of a unique city. Um, it's older. It has a lot of small businesses, mom and pop, great restaurants, um, culture, nightlife. Um, so growing up there. I always just assumed that that's how every place was, right? <laughs> so I moved to Arizona in 2005. Um, I've been a Peoria resident for 17 years. And I was just like, "Where? where's all this stuff? Where, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like you go down Bell Road and at the time it was just like Olive Garden and Applebee's and Chili's. And I was like, okay, but like where are the, where are the small restaurants and like the the foodie kind of places and like the little shops and at that time they didn't really exist much there was a few one-offs um but 17 years ago we're talking uh, you know my house that I live in now was like just being built and the most of the area that I live in wasn't built yet so um Peoria hadn't grown like it has now. Oh, yeah. Um, the growth has been phenomenal. Right, I mean, our population right. is now in excess of 195,000. Right. Residents. It's totally crazy. And I'm like, I don't know what it was in 2005, but I would guess probably like 100,000. I mean, we didn't even have a full-time mayor. That's true. <laughs> so right. um, it's just, it has changed so much. But I, I came from this, you know, Midwest world of if I wanted to go to a big box store or a chain restaurant, I had to drive at least... 20 minutes if I wanted to go to um, some like phenomenal small business restaurant with great food it was around the corner mm. so this was kind of culture shock for it's me kind of backwards yeah yeah yep. so okay. I you know worked in insurance and had other careers and all this stuff and then fast forward to 2017 and I did this next door post that turned into a Facebook page and realized that I'm not the only one who felt like that. There's a lot of Midwest transplants here. A lot of people from Chicago, yep. people in from the Pacific Northwest, um, California, even some East Coasters. So people coming from all over and kind of having the expectation that there, you know, there would be more small businesses and, you know, culture and that kind of thing that the West Valley didn't historically have, but has has come so far um, in the last, you know, 15 years, the last five years even. So, um, you know, I got, I got this Facebook group up and running and next thing I know, I'm now working in economic development essentially, which, you know, and communications and PR and I had no background in that. So, um, I'm just learning as I go. I have learned honestly, like a mind blowing amount of information every single day since I started this. Um, everything from land use to commercial real estate to how small businesses and entrepreneurs run their businesses um, to stuff about the hospitality industry and then 
you know, social media constantly changing. So I'm just constantly having to adapt. So it has, it, it's a steep lear- learning curve literally every day. <laughs> well, one of the things that I, and I follow you on, on Facebook, of course, and I, I tune into your page regularly because the amount of information that you are giving out to your community is huge. How yes. do you keep up with all of that, all of those details? Uh, to be honest with you, I don't know. If you, <laughs> at the beginning, if you heard my phone dinging, that was me. I, I mean, I'm always, I Every day, you know, I I get up to a bunch of emails. I look through all of them to see what's going on. I read the Phoenix Business Journal. I read AZ Central. I read the Peoria Independent. Um, sometimes I'm I even, sure they'll all be thankful for your shout outs oh, there. Yeah, right. <laughs> Can I get a free subscription or something? Yeah, right. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, yeah, so I do all of that. And then um, that kind of sort of helps me set the state, you know, see what's going on regionally. And then I'm in constant contact with both the city of Peoria and Glendale, occasionally Phoenix, um, on what's going on. I call developers, restaurants. Anyone who can give us information, I'll call them, I'll email them, I'll DM them through Instagram, I'll tag them. Um, So it's a lot of me just going out and finding information. And I think people, people think that, you know, I just get press releases on all of this and somebody tells me and I'm like, no, no, I'm just like digging through permits, like looking this for the needle in the This is truly a grassroots effort. Oh, it is truly a grassroots effort. Yeah. Yes. I think people need to understand that. I think a lot of uh, misconception is that you have some like paid position where, <laughs> you know, people come to you for approval and it's like, no, you are doing this on your own. Right. And you're more than an influencer. Um, I don't even really like that term so much. I think yeah. I think you're someone who has said, hey, this is important to me. It's important to my community. And I want to make sure that people know, hey, we're here. Yes. And we have money to spend. Yes. (laughs) We want to spend it with your business. So that has been a a definite uh, path that you have taken. Yep. Um, And your communication skills have been, in my opinion, you've done a really great job of taking the good and the negative Mm because there's both, right? Mm-hmm. So my next question for you is you do interact with so many residents, so many businesses, so many, yes. so, <laughs> many so many different people. And you must hear a variety of viewpoints. You know, yep. one person's gonna say one thing, the next person's gonna literally counteract that. Mm-hmm. So how are there any key areas where you see consensus among all the different stakeholders, or is it really much everybody's different? Like how do you so, balance that? I mean with thirty two thousand <laughs> Facebook followers, like, no, you never get consensus. Um, (laughs) That was too much to ask for. (laughs) Right, right. Um, But the thing is, we try and keep it positive. Um, We're we're not here to complain. Um, We're here to do something about it. Um, We're trying to um, get developers and businesses who are maybe from outside the Northwest Valley to see our community for what it is because it has changed so much and um, there's just sometimes misconceptions about the West Valley and so we're trying to do that and I think as we educate um, the businesses, the developers, those coming in, we all get kind of more on the same page. So um, I'd say as far as consensus, you know, the residents care about quality of life. So when I started this, you know, I said I wanted some upscale restaurants. 
And then as I started to ask the community what they want, I found that one of the top requests is Chick-fil-A. So I've kind of had to like revamp. It's what what the residents want is variety. Mm -hmm. And so options. Part of that is upscale restaurants because we don't have a lot of that. But then part of that is also thing convenient things like right. people really wanted a salad and go. Now they want a Chick-fil-A at Four Corners. Um, so I've kind of listened to the community on what they want. And then I've tried to understand from the city's point of view. So the city is responsible to the residents, Correct. obviously, but also they're limited in what they can do because there's government and there's a lot of red tape. Um, whereas I'm not, so I can, (laughs) I can, you know, kind of say whatever I want. Um, and then I listen to the developers and the businesses and and to all of them, it comes down to dollars and cents. Even if you're a small business, big business, small business, like to stay in business, it comes down to that. And so I try and approach it from the standpoint of what's best for all of us. What are the residents saying? What do they want? What will improve the quality of life in our community, and then also what do the developers see in our community? Why do they want to come here? Why don't they want to come here? And businesses, um, and what will entice them? Is it our demographics? Is it uh, you know the beautiful landscape? It's certainly not <laughs> the price of rent or the price of land. Um, but how how can we make this mutually beneficial so that? The community gets what they want and the developer and businesses, you know, can make money and be successful. Absolutely. You bring up a good point. You know, uh, land ownership is is really sacred. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you own a piece of land, you get to do what you want with that right. land as long as it's within city code, as long as right. you're not breaking any laws. And that's what's challenging for people to understand, I think. They think that the city gets to say, We would like a Chick-fil-A. We want you to build it here. It it (laughs) doesn't quite work that way. But what you're doing is you're getting the developers to see beyond what you're right. Misconceptions about the West Valley have gone on from the beginning of time. I grew up here. I'm an Arizona native. I grew up in Scottsdale. And growing up as a kid, like, we never went west of I-17. Right. There was no reason to. It was pretty much farmland and the people who decided to homestead out in the wilderness, you know, it was <laughs> great. It was really great. I mean, all this growth has really happened in the last 20 years. Right. And so the West Valley has changed considerably. And I think that for some reason, people are still catching up to what the West Valley is today. And I will say um, Peoria was a big surprise for me um, mm-hmm. when I interviewed with the city because I was so impressed. I was so impressed with Mm -hmm. the quality of the people. I was impressed with the neighborhoods. I thought this is a beautiful, beautiful place to live. So why aren't they getting the attention they deserve? Right. And so that was part of my mission coming um, to be, you know, at the time I came on as the arts and theater manager and I wanted to show people in my native Scottsdale and in the East Valley, Uh I'm like, guys, we have arts, we have culture, we have great things going on in Peoria. And they all looked at me and every time I brought someone over here, they had a great time. So right. I no, think you, that you and I are both kind of on the same page on that. Yeah, and you have done a great job bringing arts and culture to the oh, city. Oh, thank you. By the way. Thank um, you. All the events and everything. And and that's that's a piece that of that. That was not a shameless plug, I swear. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I just thinking about quality of life, that's a piece of it too. You know, like it we, absolutely we is. talk about shops and restaurants, but do you also need arts and culture and diversity 
and, you know, services and all sorts of stuff. So again, like variety and options. Um, so I think that's really important and I love that. And I love that you have a perspective, you know, as a native, um, but not growing up in the West Valley and then coming here is, is good because the majority of the developers and real estate brokers I work with work at 24th Street and Camelback. They don't even know where we're talking yep. about. So <laughs> that is true. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, West Valley, Westgate. And I'm like, no, You, you no. know, one of the first things that was said to me when I announced I was going to take this job, mm -hmm. uh, people were like, but it's so far away. <laughs> I'm like, but it's all in perspective. It's so far away from what? What? I think the center of the Phoenix metropolitan area has shifted. Absolutely. And I think it has shifted northwest. Yes. And I think it's going to continue because our growth in North Peoria is not stopping. It's not. I mean, we have the space, for one. We I do. I mean, Peoria, I think they say, is only half built out. There's tons, tons of room to grow. Um, it's quality of life it's great you know we have parks and oh the beautiful trails tra trail yeah, system trails, is incredible like pleasant i mean mm -hmm. there's so much i would say for people who haven't been up here i would say it rivals any part of the valley i mean with the it's just absolutely beautiful north peoria um and so there just people don't know that who live outside of of the community and so you know, getting that word out and getting them to see our community for what it is. It's, it's an amazing community. The people, you know, I joke that nobody agrees on anything with 32,000 people, <laughs> but um, I have met some wonderful people. Um, we have volunteers. And when I went through their applications, they, you know, wrote down what their skill sets are. We have a super talented people up here yes. too. It's like, who, who knew, where are all of you? But, yeah. but they're here. And so we're just trying to, tell that story and then get um, the businesses we want to come in so that we can support them. Because when I, you know, when I first moved here, the, it, Phoenix honestly like wasn't that much of a foodie town. Well, and, and, and you're right. I think that um, Local First AZ, yes. and they have really worked hard yes. to create this with the, their Devour um, celebration. Yes. And, you know, we brought Devour the World here. Yeah, that was um, great. In 2019, <laughs> that was a, a big thing for me because I um, have worked uh, with Devour and I've been a patron of Devour for mm -hmm. years. And I think I can never understand why people didn't think we had great restaurants here because I'm like, I eat really well all the time. Right, right. So those types of foodie events. And yes. one of the things in our... Um, arts and culture plan is to really develop the food ecosystem and people yep. are always like well why is that in the arts and culture plan I'm like have you ever thought about culture what does culture really reside in it's gatherings and gatherings are generally around food yeah 100%. so that's a really big focus for us right now and I think having partnerships with uh, local first and yep. some of these other organizations is going to be a really big thing so now we we just celebrated a new year twenty happy yes. twenty twenty three yes happy new year <laughs> and and you took a little bit of a hiatus to, I did took I a needed break. a break I'm so long glad break I've taken that. in five years <laughs> no I think that's great we all need breaks to do our best work so what is on tap for twenty twenty three what are your goals and what are you hoping to achieve what do you have your eye on right now well. Last year, Postino announced that they're coming whoop, here. Whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> Everyone thought I was going to retire then. And I was like, no, no, I still have work to do. We will go enjoy our wine and our bruschetta while we right. talk about new plans. Right. I was like, I still need a Whole Foods, a dry bar. I still have goals. <laughs> um, but for 2023, <laughs> we have some big things coming. Um, Ooh, anything and, you can let us yeah, in on? Yeah, so 
I am right now in the process of putting the final touches on our new website that we're awesome. about to launch. Awesome. Um, which is going to be a game changer. So um, I, I created the website, I don't know, maybe 2018 or 19, just as a place holder kind of it's, social media is unpredictable so I was like oh no in case I ever like get locked out or get shut down or something oh, I need smart. a website to house all this information because like you said dealing with a lot of information and it's yes. all on social media so I created this website and it, it is not beautiful or great or anything but <laughs> I, I did it so I've been saying for a few years we need a better website so it's finally going to happen and congratulations with that, thank you That's thank awesome. you um with that, it's going to allow the community to have access to information in a more user-friendly setting so they can find the stuff on the website. They can volunteer and get involved. Um, we may eventually do an email newsletter so they can you know, sign up to stay on top of things like once a month or something. Um, but the first step is the website, and it's it's so it's so beautiful. <laughs> I'm, I can't wait. To I didn't see create it. it. I had somebody help launching? me with it. When is this um, launching? Maybe next week, but by the end of January for end sure. End of January, and it is is. Can you give us the? Yes, it's uh, uwsphx dot com. So uwsph phx.com. Yep. Okay. So there upper will west be side, yep, PHX. Upper west side PHX. So there will be, you know, places to find information on what's new, what's coming soon. Awesome. It'll be divided by sections. So if you just want to know what's going on in Bastancia, there will be a section for that. If you just care about PD3, there's a section for that. If you want to know Park West, there's a section for that. So much more user-friendly. Um, a great business directory that's interactive. So if, you know, you're like, hey, I need um, a hairstylist, you can go in there, you can find one, you can click right to their Facebook page, their Instagram, their website, their phone number, all of that in a much more user-friendly setting. Um, so I'm I'm really excited to launch that. I think it's going to be a game changer. I'm we really might, excited to see yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> we might start doing a little more blogging with that. So um, I would love to get back to, you know, doing some of that where it's like, hey, what's going on in the area for Valentine's Day? Mm -hmm. Or who has fish fry, um, you know, Friday during Lent? Or what's going on for St. Patrick's Day? Or those types of things. And putting blogs up like that. Um, well, you know, one of my biggest frustrations. Um, mm -hmm. So I have a marketing and communications background. Uh -huh. One of my biggest frustrations is being at an event and someone saying, well, I didn't know about blah, blah, <laughs> blah, or X, Y, Z. And I'm right. like, how did you not know? I spent right. money and I put it in the paper and I put it on social media, right. but you know, social media, media algorithms are changing constantly. Crazy. And so if I could direct people to one source where they could be like, Hey, we're looking for something to do Friday night. Yep. Or we're trying to find out what's going on with that plot of land across uh -huh. the street from me. Wow, what a great resource your yeah. website could be. So that's that's kind of the idea of like if you don't want to scroll through or you miss something, like you said, because the algorithm. I mean, we'll still primarily be social media based because it's about community and that's where community is and it's interactive. Um, but this will be a way for people to access information if they missed it, find things out so that hopefully we don't have the, oh, I didn't know about that. Because like you said, I mean, any anything in media, you can say it you know, 25 times and people are still going to, going to miss it, <laughs> especially with, with changing algorithms and stuff. So, so what resources are you seeking from 
the the public, the, the people that follow you. Is there anything, you mentioned volunteers. Is yes. there anything that we can do to support your mission and to help you continue to this great work that you're doing? Yeah, so like I said, we, or you said, uh, how do we get all this information? Like, it's just me behind the scenes, like walking into construction sites and taking <laughs> pictures and digging through permits. I am and, not a stalker. I'm here collecting information. Right, yeah, right. Okay. Um, and that's something we don't get paid for at all. Like I don't, and I have people help me. I have ambassadors. Um, you guys know, many of you know, Christy and Amy have worked with me. And so it's it's just me and community members looking for this information and sharing it. Um, but again, like un paid um so support us on patreon that'll be on our new website okay. if you can contribute you know a few dollars a month um we're going to try and be educational this year so for example there's a community meeting coming up on january 25th um about a project at joe max and lake pleasant parkway that the community definitely wants to have a say in we'll be posting about that so if if knowing that information is valuable to you um and you want to get involved in the community please you know make a monthly contribution of a few dollars because that helps us do more because then we're able to do things like go to conferences um and all different events and stuff where we can get in the same room as the people who own the businesses and the developers who want to come here. Um, but those are, those are not inexpensive things. So, sure. um, and if you're a business owner, you can sign up to be in our business directory. So that'll all be on the website too. Um, so major, major things coming in. This the, was good timing to have you on the podcast. It was, and I didn't, I mean, <laughs> I didn't, great. I had planned to la launch January 1st, but it just, it, it All right, well, we, we will help you with the launch. We <laughs> will get the word out there and people will be excited for your launch. Yeah, so, I mean, just just follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Our handles are at Upper West Side PHX on both. And um, is there you know. anything else that we haven't covered that you'd like to share with our listeners? Um, um, I just see. think that the work that you're doing is really phenomenal because your heart is in it. You're a resident. You care. And I, I think, I know when I first met you, I was immediately taken by your sincerity and the, the genuosity that you bring to everything that you do. And I, um, I said, wow, this is somebody I love to get behind because you're doing something for the community. It's yeah. great. I mean, even though your, you know, your initial reason was fairly selfish, <laughs> right? but I get why Postino would, would drive you to that. So right. I get right. It. No, thank you. I mean, I, if I didn't love it, I wouldn't still be doing it five years later. I would have up and left, but, um, <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, it's my community and, um, I find that the things I want are similar to the things a lot of people want. I think sure. I'm like the average demographic for Peoria as far as, you know, age and that type of thing. And so I think um, there's a lot of people out there who who also want these things and want just, again, better quality of life, more options, more variety. And so I'm just you know, sticking to that, learning as I go, adapting, and just trying to get the community on board. So, like, I guess if I could say anything, it's like, please get involved. Please um, educate yourself on how the processes work, which we're going to do. Like, you can you can follow us. We'll educate you on it. Um, it's, it's easy. Um, it doesn't have to be complex. You don't have to have a lot of time. But know what's going on in your community. 
and, you know, send an email to your councilman or um, to planning and zoning and stay on top of what's going on. And we'll we'll do our best to try and make that happen so that the information is easily accessible. I think that's great advice because what I've learned since uh, joining city government, city government is awesome because city government is the most responsive and the closest to the constituent. Right. This is very different from state government or federal government. Right. So you have a say, you truly have a say. Right. And that's our jobs. We are here to serve this community and to be responsive to your needs. And then I often looked at, I, I go back to my improv days and say, mm-hmm. it's about yes and. You know, you bring me mm-hmm. a, a problem or a question or a solution to figure out, and it's like, yes, and how can I make this better? So right. we are definitely um, very open to that, and I think that's what probably inspired me the most about you is that you have approached this in a way that says, how can we achieve this goal together? Absolutely. And you've brought community together. So I want to thank you so much for being on the show today. Yeah, thank um, you for having me. Thank you for all the work that you do. And really, we're just looking forward to this website. And <laughs> we definitely need to have you back on the show, like after we've had a chance to go check out our new Peoria Pastino. Yes, right? We'll maybe yes. do some reviews, you know, Absolutely. of restaurants and things. Oh, that could yeah. be fun. Went to um, Hash Kitchen the other day. It was great. Oh, oh, yeah, we went <laughs> to and I loved it. I the meals are huge, huge there. Huge. I feel like I have meals for three days after I leave. I know. And the Bloody Mary is a meal all into yes, itself, is yes, it not? Yes, it was my first Bloody Mary. Really? Yeah, I think uh, I, I'd probably never need to have one again because how, it was how do you so, top that? You will like never, it had a meatball on Yeah, it. you will never top that. I saw a picture of one that had um, a corn dog in it. Yes. They like, it's an entire meal. It's incredible. Yes. Anyway, we want to thank you so much for being on today, Katie. We are uh, What's Up Peoria. I am Standing in today for Nathaniel Washburn, your host. I am Mary Lou Stevens with the City of Peoria, and we are so excited to have you join us once again for an episode that talks about all the great things in Peoria. Thanks so much for joining us. Have a great Memorial uh, Martin Luther King Jr. holiday weekend. Thank you.